What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to the latest episode of our 5 p.m. Sunday experience, recorded live at our location in Vancouver, B.C. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy. Yeah, we're going to worship tonight. I want to get a little bit of word to you. How many people like the word? Yeah. <laughs> I want to I get some word to you tonight. Last week, y'all just went crazy. And we're going to go crazy again tonight as the Lord leads. But I think there's a very important word that we all need to get tonight. Amen. We casted some demons out, some babies upstairs. That's fine. Amen. Make, make some noise for the worship team as they go to their seats. Amen. Um, God is good. Can I get everybody that have legs that work, can you stand to your feet? If they work. If they don't work, I totally understand. But if they don't work, the healer is in the building. So if you have faith, they can work. God is good all the time. And I don't know about you, but I'm punching COVID-19 straight in the face. It will not steal my 2020. And if COVID has stolen 2020 up to this point to you, you still got two and a half or so months left. Now you could choose to bow down and bend over or you could choose to stand up and fight back. Do I got any people that's willing to fight back? And so Father, tonight I thank you that there's some fight back. I thank you that you are doing a work in this city, in these individuals. I thank you that we have eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart that is willing and says, yes, Lord. Say yes, Lord. And I thank you, Father, that this seed is going into the hearts of good ground. Good ground. We rebuke the devourer now. And I declare they will reap a harvest from tonight's word. Now, Holy Spirit, do only what you can do. Move. Take control of this moment. Take control of this night. More than anything, we've come to experience Jesus. And so as we go forward and teach, I thank you that healing and freedom and deliverance is taking place, even as the word is going forth. I thank you that joy is being restored. Hope is being restored. Ignite faith inside of your children's heart tonight. And I thank you that we receive the word, not with our intellect, but we allow you to impart into your sons and daughters everything that we need to live victorious. Not in the future, but today, now. For the resurrection is coming, but the resurrection is here. In Jesus' name, amen. Look at your neighbor say, you looking kind of victorious. Go on ahead and have a seat. Amen. I want to start off with something real quick before I jump into tonight's message. I want to look at Psalm 37, chapter, uh, Psalm 37, verse 3 real quick. The TPT. I just want to read something really quick, and then I'm going to get into the Word. Amen. It's good to see you guys. Good to see all you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've come to be transformed tonight, and I've come to see you be transformed. Amen. It ain't no point to go to church if you don't want to make a difference in your life. Amen. I want to read this really quick. Psalm 37 um, in the TPT verse 3. I'm going to go ahead for the sake of time. The Bible says, keep trusting in the Lord. Why would the Bible say keep trusting? Because there is so much trying to get you to stop trusting. Keep what? Trusting. Say keep trusting. Keep trusting in the Lord. And do what is right in your friend's eyes. 
Your family's eyes, the government's eyes. Do what is right in whose eyes? His eyes. And then I love this word, fix your heart on the promises of God and you will be, that is a promise, you will be secure, secure, secure. He say fix your what? Heart, fix your mind, fix your heart, fix your finances, fix your focus, fix your affections, fix your passion, fix your plans, fix your dreams, fix, 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 what? Fix on the promises of God because when something like COVID comes, something like a pandemic comes, something like injustice comes, something like persecution comes, if you're not fixed, you will be tossed to and fro. Say fix. So when you fix your eyes upon him, he says, I will make sure you have perfect peace. And it goes forward and says, you will feast on his faithfulness. Anybody like a feast? I know some of you thin, like vegans and like, like real healthy people don't feast. You like eat pat- real patine and a little bit, just a little bit. No, I like, I like feasting. I like, I like, even if I ain't, even if I don't want seconds, I at least want the option to get seconds. <laughs> Say options. God got options for you. Look, he say feast on his faithfulness. God is so good. He is so faithful. And he said, you can feast on his. You might not be able to feast on my faithfulness. You might not be able to feast on your friend's faithfulness. But you can feast on what he's saying is you can guarantee that I'm there all the time. Just because the government shut things down don't mean heaven shut down. Yeah. I think some of us may have forgot that God is alive. God don't got COVID. He don't, God ain't sick. God don't got no disease. God ain't waiting for no virus. We serve the almighty healer. Yeah. Make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life. The utmost. The utmost. Make God the one you are most pleased by. Listen, you notice why I said it. You don't have to be pleased with God. I don't, I I totally get you don't understand God sometimes, maybe a lot of times, but it doesn't matter. He's God. I'm glad I don't serve a God that I could figure out. I'm glad I serve a God that's always making things new and fresh and keeping life exciting. I'm glad I serve a God that even when things seem unstable, he is my rock. And so for me, I have to make sure that I delight in God more than anybody. I find pleasure in him more than anything. Look, I, I can love riding my bike in Stanley Park, but if, if COVID or pandemic comes, Stanley Park closed, what you going to do? Where you going to get your joy from? And they tell you to stay home. Where you, you mean if they shut everything down, you going to lose it? Paul and Silas was put in a prison and still had a praise. We still get to go some places and got to stay a little distant. Don't get depressed because of six feet. At least you ain't six feet under. Say I'm alive. Make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life and he will provide for you what you desire the most. Give God the right to direct. Give God the right to direct your life. Give God the the right. Right? You get arrested, what do they say? You have a right to remain silent. But although I have a right to remain silent, I don't necessarily got to remain silent. I just got a right to remain silent. (laughs) You got to give God permission. Agape is not forceful. Agape gives you choice. And God is cool if you don't choose him. It breaks his heart because he gave his only begotten son for you. Not for after you die, 
but while you live it. But you got to give God permission to direct your life. And as you trust him along the way, this is the part we don't like. We want, before I go along the way, Lord, tell me where we going along to. <laughs> before we go, uh, uh, he says, along the way, you'll find he pulled it off perfectly. Look, look, he didn't, it was uncomfortable. You didn't understand all the time, but he pulled that thing off. You ever, I don't know, but I've tried them long enough to be like, wow, God, you did that. If you haven't experienced that, you'll experience it one day. Let me help you out. You was drunk one night driving. You was high one time. You had sex without protection. No STD, no DUI, no getting pulled over. You didn't overdose. You tried to kill yourself, but look at you alive. God dang, you did that. You tried to run from him. How many times? But guess what? You here tonight. God dang, you did that. You tried to starve yourself to death to get skinny and you realize how crazy that was and you still alive. You ain't got to be hooked up to no tubes. You can say, God dang, you did that. You thought it was the apocalypse. Jesus was coming back during COVID. You thought you wasn't going to make it without a job. You thought you wasn't going to make it when they broke up with you. But you are still here. Say, God, you did that. You did that. I made it without a job. I sold my house for asking price. I got a brand new car. My God, you did that. Won't he do it? Woo! God did that. You think you did that and that's the problem. That deal went through in your for your house. You sold it. You bought it. You got a raise when nobody got a raise. Your boss called you back to get the job. You was broke, busted, and disgusted. Thought you wasn't gonna make it, but now all of a sudden you rising. You on top. Your heart got broken. Now you walking in wholeness. That ain't you. Your mama was a drug addict. Your daddy was an alcoholic. You was abused. You was molested. But now all of a sudden you still got love in your heart. That wasn't you. It was God the whole time. You trying drugs. You trying all kinds of gods. You messing with sorcery, witchcraft, opening your poor little vessel up to all kind of demonic influence. And God still allowed you to keep a sound mind. You got baptized. You got filled with the Holy Ghost. You got a brand new mindset. You got new relationships. You got a church home. You got food on your table. God is doing it. think you all that man you ain't all that God is working on your behalf anything you doing God has planned this before you was born yeah you go to get up and go to work yeah that's you but how many people didn't wake up this morning how many people didn't get called back to their job how many people lost their job lost their home lost their car how many people barely got food in their pantry how many people can't even find a ride from a friend let alone got friends how many people ain't never met their mama met their daddy you might not have everything you want but you got more than somebody god is working on your behalf how many babies didn't make it into the world? They died when they, mamas gave stillbirths. How many mamas gave up, got abortions? But somehow you hear God been with you before you was born. You ain't all that without God. And if you don't understand that, I promise you, you will be pressured one day in such a way. You don't ever want to have to come back begging to God. Just realize he good. He's so good. 
That's why he my utmost delight. When my wife get on, I mean, when, my, when I get on my wife's nerves. <laughs> Straighten that up real quick. Amen. Love you, sweetie. Happy anniversary. Amen. 16 short years in Jesus' name. Three kids later. This boy on, up on the front row, all kind of swag. I'm scared, boy. It's my son on the front row. I'm like, how you gonna listen to a salsa song that, that, that good with your hand, with your thumbs in your hand? Like, how you gonna listen to salsa like that, bruh? He was trying to figure it out, though, but he was like, this ain't no, he just used to, hey, dun, dun, ah, put that salsa on, the, a thug don't know how to salsa. <laughs> he ain't no thug, though, but you get what I'm saying? He got too much swag to salsa. And I was like, you dang near look Puerto Rican like you over here with your cur curly hair, boy. That's what me and my wife did, got that mix on, that blend. Amen. He feeling all kind of uncomfortable right now. Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> I just want to say this. I want to drop this to you. You're never threatened by the fire when you're planted by the river. You're never threatened by the fire when you're planted by the river. A tree planted. A tree planted. But I'm just going to stay focused. I want to talk to you tonight about this one thing. The power and price of vision. I believe what's been happening in this time is that vision, number one, this COVID situation has exposed your lack of vision or your wrong vision. It has exposed your foundation, what you're building your life on. It has given us all time to think and resituate, okay? And if you have not taken these last several months to really evaluate where you are in life, start. God has already planned away for every last one of us. Vision is very powerful, but vision also has a price. Every mother and father should have a vision for their children and for their household. Every business should have a vision. Every church should have a vision. Every individual should have a vision. Vision, it protects you. As much as I want to do that, if it don't line up with the vision, I just can't do it. You should never compromise vision, especially God's vision. Whatever your ideas and plans are, they should align up with God's heart. And remember this, God's heart, God's vision is always leading to souls. The first question shouldn't be, God, what's my purpose? Because listen, purpose changes. <laughs> my purpose as a teenager is totally different than my purpose today. And my purpose in this season could be totally different. John the Baptist had one purpose. When Jesus was walking the earth, then his purpose changed and then ministries transitioned. There is no household that should not be building without a fixed vision. And when dark moments like this happen, the one greatest thing that happens is your vision. If you don't have vision, you get lost. And if your vision is based on what culture says is cool or accepted or which way you should go, when culture changes, guess what changes? Your vision changes. And you should never build your life on something that will change. My wife can't build her, her hope on me. Because, well, guess what? I'm not only going to change, but I'm going to leave this earth one day. 
But the question should be, God, where do you need me? He asked Abraham this question. He said, Abraham, not asked him, he, he, he suggested, leave and I'll show you where you're going. He said, go to a what? Place. And I'll show you. So in other words, whether Abraham understood it or not, God needed Abraham at a specific place at a specific time. God needed Jesus at that dispensation of time. John the Baptist had to be baptizing that day, so Jesus shows up, and at that time, you see, when the Holy Spirit came, Jesus said this, Jesus said this, he said this, I need you to wait in a place. This is where I need you. I need you waiting upon the Lord. That's where I need you. And whenever you ask God, where do you need me? You'll always find your purpose. Your purpose is where he needs you. In the season, he needed my wife and I in Canada. We did not come to Canada to lead or pioneer a church. But it was when we came where he needed us, we discovered why he needed us. We discovered our purpose. And sometimes purpose is never discovered on the first, second, or the third step. Sometimes you got to just keep going. And so much of our lives is consumed with what's my purpose, what's my purpose. And do you ever wake up and say, God, where do you need me today? He says, pray this way. Give us this day our what? Daily bread. Focus on today. Steward today. God, where do you need me? Get rooted in the right place. You'll collide with the right purpose. If you can just get where God needs you, you'll discover so much more. That's why if you notice the Lord is always, I mean, the enemy is always trying to discourage you from not only getting around the right place, but getting around the right people. Because it's around the right place and the right people, you'll discover the right purpose. And you discover right purpose when the place and the people that God sends you around and to aligns with his purpose and plan for you. God's vision is always a soul vision. He's always interested in the soul wealth of his children. God's vision, is you ready, is you ready, is about his heart, not your needs. <laughs> God's vision is about his heart, not your needs. So whenever you're pursuing God about you, 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 versus pursuing him about him. Matthew 6, says, seek me first and all the things you want I'll add them to you but it's going to come by way of making me first in your life when he's not first everything else gets thrown off don't twist God's vision don't twist God's vision for you with your desires for you don't think because what you're doing feels good or you get your way, it feels good. That's God's purpose and vision for you because it feels good. Because it feels right. Because it's providing the right amount of money. Because it's got you in a city you love, the sun shining there. Proverbs 29. The message says, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. This is very important to be around vision in a time like COVID. God is not intending his people to walk around this earth in this world blind. The sons of Issachar were sons who knew the signs of the time. And they had an opportunity to tell the people, hey, this way, God is doing this. 
God is doing that. We need to walk left. We need to walk right. It's not control. It's prophetic guidance. <laughs> and it says, but when they attend to what he reveals, they reveal, they are most blessed. When you attend to what God reveals, you are most blessed. The TPT says this, when there is no clear, 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 clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. What are we doing, church? What are we doing in this time? What is God saying in this time? People need to know. People want to know. Where are we heading? Where is God calling his church to? Where is God calling his people to? What is God saying? I need a word. But when you follow the revelation of the word, heaven's bliss fills your soul. The Amplified Classic says it this way. Where there is no vision, no redemptive revelation of God, the people what? Perish. Say redemptive. This word redemptive or redemption means the action of saving or being saved from sin, error, or evil. Redemptive revelation. Another definition of redemption is clearing a debt. So redemptive revelation. The question is, is where you are being pulled to, is it leading you to freedom? God is always trying to lead you to freedom, not bondage. God is trying to pull you this way, and because you're wrestling, you're not experiencing peace. So you think the peace of the wrestle means there's a lack of peace for the direction. But the only reason you're feeling chaotic is because you're wrestling. But going this way is going to lead to bondage. It's going to lead to frustration. It's going to lead to your joy being attacked. God is always pointing to freedom. He's always leading to peace. He's always leading to joy. And anything, in any person, in any situation that is attacking your joy, let me tell you, it ain't God. It says, it says this, it says this, it says where there is no redemptive revelation, the people stray. Prophetic vision is kingdom revelation that sets people free. It says, but he who keeps the law of God, which includes that of man, blessed, happy, fortunate, and enviable is he. Fall off. This is perish. Fall off. To perish, the people perish. That means they fall off, they lose control, they go wild, they deter, and confusion abounds. You've had more confused people in this time. Wherever you see confusion, you see a lack of vision. That's why you can't just go anywhere and everywhere, wherever culture is telling you to go, wherever people are telling you to go. It shouldn't be confusing. God is trying to direct you to clarity. For I did not give you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a what? Sound mind. Soundness is a gift from God. It's a part of salvation. The blood purchased a sound mind. And then we settle and say, well, this is my way to be anointed. This is God got me going through this to make me stronger. The devil is a liar. To keep, to keep, he that keeps the word. It's a militant word. It means guard and retain and store up. When you, the, uh, David says, I keep the word in my heart so I might not sin against you. The word of God protects you even when you don't want to protect yourself. And happy means content, excited, fulfilled, prosperous. There's a lot of happy people that's not fulfilled people. <laughs> There's a lot of people with great careers but not fulfilled or content. You just want more, 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 more. But when you keep the word, the solid rock on which I stand, all others is what? Sinking sand. <laughs> she Generations are destroyed. Because prophetic vision 
truth and understanding gets lost in translation. You are living epistles and you have a responsibility to carry the word to the next generation. Your Christianity is not merely going to church, giving, being nice, and doing good work. Your job is to leave a generation of faith that has more faith than than you had, that takes back more territory than you have ever tasted, that takes the gospel further than you ever had, like the monarch butterfly. It takes generations to get the promise and the plan of God fulfilled. It's just your turn. And you got to know how to run your leg of the race and not goof off because you're going to hand the baton to somebody that is being lapped and lapped and lapped. And there's not fair to the next generation to have to be next behind. Vision distinguished people in, in generations. Listen, how we listen impacts how we hear. How we listen impacts how we hear. Very, very important. How we listen impacts how we what? Hear. And how we hear impacts how we see. You can say one thing to one person and then the other person totally takes it out of context or they two both people hear different things Matthew Mark Luke John (laughs) things get twisted and then we build our vision off of twisted perspectives and we own it listen Mark says things are hidden temporarily only as a means to revelation God wants to reveal things to you For there is nothing hidden except to be what? Revealed. Nor is anything temporarily kept secret except in order that it may be made what? Known. If any man has ears to hear, please, he's pleading, let him be listening and let him what? Perceive and comprehend. If anyone has ears, let him hear. And he said to them, be careful what you are hearing, JT. Be be careful what you are hearing. What is hearing? Be careful what you're always hearing. Negativity in your ear always. It will always affect you. If you're always, it says bad company corrupts good. Be careful the shows you watch if you can't handle it. Be careful of the company you keep. Be careful of the conversations you entertain. Why? Because the measure of thought and study you give the truth to the truth you hear. Have you ever had your truth, but it wasn't truth? But it was truth to you. No different than that man that straps a bomb around him, hops in a plane and commits suicide or walk walk downtown in the middle of the street and commit suicide in the name of Allah. That was his truth. But how deceived was he? Do you know you can really believe to a man his ways seem right, but they lead to what? Death. You owe it to yourself to pause and ask God, where do you need me? God, am I really doing right? God, am I deceiving myself? God, expose the blind spots in my soul. Because I've, I haven't got out of bondage. I've, I've, I've never been healed from molestation. I've never been healed from abuse. I have certain issues and those issues are the filters that I look through life in. Everybody got apps, filters, right? You hide your pimples with filters. What does a filter help you do? It taints reality. And if you haven't dealt with some of the filters in your life, you think you are right. But you have a filter on. And that's why you keep people around you that won't filter the truth. They will tell you how it is. I can't afford to have good friends that will filter the truth of God. And how you hear impacts your perception. I want you to see, 
Isaiah 43 says, stop dwelling on the past. How many of us, our past has created filters for us? Come on, our past. You might think you're over the past, but you still brought the, the filters into the, into the present. You're over that relationship, but you still got the filters that that relationship produced. And then that's how you see God. And you wonder why we can't hear God clearly. Because we're approaching God with filters. Heaven ain't Instagram. He said, don't even remember these former things. Paralyzed potential and a pastime focus. Delays and can kill progress and promise. Paralyzed potential. Yeah, there's potential there, but it ain't moving. It ain't progressing. It ain't going nowhere. And faith is now. Faith is not potential. Faith is now. And focused on past, focused on the past. And Isaiah 43 says, I'm doing a new thing, a brand new thing. Do you perceive it? Do you perceive it? I'm sorry, but church will never be the same. I'm sorry, God is moving you from one place to another. God is challenging you. God is asking you or, or, or challenging you to grow up. God is asking you to respond differently to the same test. It's a new season. He's doing a new thing, and it's brand new. He says, can you not perceive it? Don't, don't wonder if I'm doing something new. I'm telling you I'm doing something new. Don't, don't be confused. Is this it? Yes, this is it. Don't be confused if he's asking you to move on, if he's asking you to transition. Yes, he is. He's doing something new. He said, I'm going to make a way. And this is very important because when that filter rises up and try to sabotage the new, he reminds you, no matter how it looks, I am going to make a way. I know it doesn't make sense, but I'm going to make a way. I know you seem like you're going to be alone, but I will be with you. I know it seems like you won't have the money, the resume, the friends, the opportunity. I, I know how scary it is, but I will make a way. Here's a few filters. Number one, offense. Easily offended person, filters. So that's how you see conversations. You're not, you're not listening to hear and understand. You're listening, developing a response. That's a filter. You're not, you're not, you're not coming together to actually progress and, and, and get past this same argument or you're not coming together to grow you're coming together to prove that you're right filter because you've been hurt in your life you want to make sure nobody hurts you or you do the hurting first because you've been abandoned in your life you want to make sure nobody leave you so you abandon ship as soon as you see a sign of someone leaving you filters Someone took advantage of you, so you want to make sure you're in a relationship or a situation where you got the upper hand. Filters. Number two, insecurity. Everybody got their like favorite filter when they put their pictures like crema or some kind of cool effect or whatever. What's some what's some what's some what's some filters? Banana bread. Banana bread. What's that? I don't, you pay for your filters. Amen. You pay for your filters. Banana bread. <laughs> Amen. I got Wonder Bread. I ain't got no banana bread. Amen. Who? Who? Hey, thank you. Thank you. Can you? Can I get some of that water? Insecurity. All of us have been insecure. But insecurity comes from somewhere. You're not born insecure. You don't even know who you left the hospital with. You just, you just up in the car, rolling. Somebody hand you some food, you just take it. You just, ah. Think about how, how much you trust as a little kid. You just opening cabinets. 
pulling down hot grease. Stealing stuff. You don't know that's stealing. You just in the you just in shoppers with your mama and you just grab you grab something off the shelf and walk off the beep 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 beep. Who did that? And you like, mama, why you take that from me? You you wasn't insecure. Where did insecurity come from? Who lied to you? Who told you that this new thing gonna hurt you? Who told you that God don't work? It don't work. Who told you you couldn't have understanding when you read the Bible? Come on, thee, thus, thou is not hard. Thee is the. (laughs) It's it's not that difficult. But God is amazing because he's giving you tons of translations now. Filters. What's your filter? How do you approach relationships? When you have your guards up, what filters you have in your conversations? What gets brought up to you? Filters. Your filters dictate vision. Are you making sure that your vision is a vision that will secure you? You're choosing a career that will secure you so you'll never be broke like your daddy was. I'm never going to be like that. You should never build your foundation out of comparison or out of fear or out of making sure you're not that. No, 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 no. I don't care what that was. I am going to be who God created me to be. Poverty is a filter. And poverty isn't a lack of money. It's a mindset. You can be rich and be afraid to give love poverty because you think you're not going to get no love back poverty mindset filter rejection this is one of the biggest doors demonic influences walk through is the spirit the, the rejection abandonment someone mistreated you someone you trusted some adult an authority figure That's why we're in a generation who can't stand accountability, authority, because let's go back. We're also in a fatherless generation. Molestation, rape. Daddy's too busy. Daddy's not there. Mothers and fathers on drugs, alcohol. A lot of people, when you ask them, where's your dad? Where's your mom? A lot of people grew up in single-parent households. Rejection. And then when you look at social media, when you look at our generation, we're looking to be accepted, liked, followed. What do you think emojis are? How many times you sent that really crying, laughy face, but you wasn't crying, laughy face? You lying, but that's easy to poke. It's easy. You clap, you send the clap, and you ain't clapping. You send the prayer hands and ain't spoke a prayer in days. That don't count in heaven because you sent a prayer emoji. I'm praying for you. (laughs) But what's happening along the way is we are getting more and more desensitized to authentic relationships. We don't know how to argue right. We don't know how to resolve issues. We don't know how to reconcile. We don't know how to be tender. We don't know how to be vulnerable. But I'm here to tell you agape is the most vulnerable state you could be in, but the most rewarding. See, when you walk in agape, even when people hurt you, God will heal you. But when you're always living a life protecting yourself, you got to also heal yourself. And you can't do that. That's a tiring life. Fear is a filter. You must fight to protect vision more than you fight to protect your desires. Come on. Come on. How many, how many people fought to protect that last little haagen ice cream or that last donut or that last burger in the refrigerator? See, if you grow up in the house with a big family or whatever, folks be fighting over food. Right? We will fight for what we desire before we fight for the vision. 
Desires waver. God vision is fixed. Desires waver. God vision is fixed. Desires waver. You ever binge on something and then got tired of it? You ever like something or someone and then didn't? Man, how many boyfriends you have when you was young or girlfriend when you were young? Back, back in the day, I ain't talking about like sexual stuff. I'm just talking about like, this is my girlfriend. This is my boyfriend. I'm talking about when you like nine, nine, ninth grade. Like every you got boyfriend, you hugged up in high school against the locker. Whenever I, go, whenever I go speak at schools, like high schools, and they be hugged up, I'll be like, y'all going to break up one day. You know that, right? <laughs> this ain't going to work. This ain't going to work. So you can end it right now. I'll help y'all out. Or you can go on and get crushed later. But this ain't going to work out because it's a desire. It's lust. It's, it's, it's nothing that is solid. Desires change. And that's why you can't build a vision on what you desire. You build your vision on your relationship with God and what he has planned for you. And he will give you the desires of your heart. Vision is not merely a great idea, a concept, or a dream. You can have a great idea. It doesn't mean it's vision. Vision. Eyes that look are common. The late Dr. Miles Monroe. Eyes that look are common, but eyes that see are rare. Sight is the function of the eyes. Vision is a function of the heart. And when it says heart, it doesn't mean feelings. Because we know we walk by faith and not by sight or by feelings. 2 Corinthians 5. So if we walk by faith and not by sight, then we must live by vision and not by feelings. Vision is what kept Love Quest going through this season. Vision. I can't wait to the end of the year when we look back of all that God did Forget January, February, but I want to look at what, 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 what happened in COVID. Man, we've been baptizing people. You ain't going to stop. We're not going to stop. We're going to baptize people. Folks been getting filled with the Spirit every single week. You just got to keep going. That, it doesn't matter where persecution comes. doesn't matter if friends leave. It doesn't matter. You just stay focused on the vision. And if you did something wrong, if you hurt someone along the way, you repent, but you still keep focused on the vision. promises not that one we must manage the airwaves and highways of our heart you got to manage the airwaves they they sell air out here like air they, you know some of these bills like you can't build so high like folks is managing you're not about to just go downtown vancouver and just build babble you got to buy that airspace Right? People are protecting airspace. You're not about to just go downtown Vancouver and, and fly a, a drone. Your drone just going to fall in the sea and get confiscated. Because they have things that will smooth shut your, your thing off if you don't have permission for it. You don't think you got to manage what you listen to and the voices you hear and the influence that's going on around you. Or God's vision will be hijacked. All of us, you have a phone, right? Absolutely you do. All of us have hijackers in our phone. All of us have hijackers in our phone. Why do we keep hijackers in our phone? Okay, look. Time thieves, energy thieves, vision thieves, glory thieves, joy thieves, peace thieves. You can go through your phone book right now. You know somebody called you or texted you, and whenever that, that phone number come up or their picture come up, you feel a certain kind of way. And if you think I'm lying, look at this. Jesus says to Peter, 
From then on, Jesus began to clearly reveal to his disciples that he was destined to go to Jerusalem and suffer injustice from the elders, leading priests, and religious scholars. He also explained that he would be killed and three days later be raised to life again. This, this is coming off of a point I made a, few, a, a couple weeks ago. That hijackers in our phone are really good people, friends, family, people we love, we like. But their vision for us doesn't necessarily align with God's vision for us. You have a right to protect God's vision for you. And you got to understand, God's vision protected weeds people in situations out. I've, man, I've, I've, you can ask my wife, man, my mama, my mama, I love my mama, my mama, my mama, Nana, Nana, sometimes she'll act crazy. She'll act crazy and she come around and, and, and she get in her little mood sometime. And then she'd be a peace thief. Mama, I can't, no, mom, can't talk right now. Not answering the phone right now. No, we can't talk. My mama come visit. I remember one time, my mama, my mama in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a mama way. Now they're not crazy, but, but in a mama way. She come up in the house talking crazy, like, like, like she'd just be doing crazy stuff. I ain't going to tell, tell y'all everything about my mama because she's still my mama. You know when somebody talk about your mama because you talk about your mama and you like, don't talk about my mama? <laughs> I only can talk about my mama, so I ain't going to give y'all nothing to talk about my mama. You can say she crazy, but that's it, okay? <laughs> but... I remember in, in my own house, no. No, we, we don't do that in here, mama. You, you can't be here, mama, if you're going to be acting like that. No, my mama raised me up in the way I should go. Now I'm going that way. She got a right to yield to that. It doesn't matter. There's a right way to do things, but you don't just let eat just because you in love or you love somebody. They, they could just steal God's joy from you. Not at all. Even your own mama can tell you to go a different direction than what God telling you to go. And you don't just not listen to God because you in love. Look, look, look what he said. He also explained that he would be killed. Now, now Peter says this, JT. Peter, or I'll do it this way. Uh, JT took t Pastor Terrence aside and corrected him privately. He reprimanded Pastor Terrence over and over saying to him, Pastor T. Master, <laughs> spare yourself. In other ways, you tripping, bruh. You know they gonna kill you and you still gonna go. You a fool. Look. It's no different than Peter getting out on the boat. And I'm sure his friends in the boat was like, you tripping, Peter. Get back in the boat, bruh. Get back in the boat. What you doing? And look, it says... You must never let this happen to you. Rightfully so. You my friend. We ain't going to let this happen to you. And look what Jesus said. Get out my way. Move, trick. Get out the way. He said, get out the way. <laughs> he said, get out the way, Satan. You are an offense to me because your thoughts are only filled with man's viewpoint and not with the ways of God. So if it is God's will that I go be persecuted or go to the cross, I don't care how much we in love. I don't care how much it hurts. You can't stop me from going to the cross. Listen, what if Jesus let his feelings for Peter get in the way for his love for you? The devil ain't going to use no stranger to deter you. If Jesus listened to Peter, none of us would be here. And if you keep listening to things that don't align with God's vision, there's so many people that will be hanging in the balance. Your faith is on display. We must. Vision steers us. Vision steers us. And when you feel out of control, it's probably because God's vision isn't in control. 
need a couple more and we're going to worship as we close. Listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you. And pay attention to all that I have to say. Feel your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then, as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into the very core of your being. So above all, guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Guard your affections, not any place, anybody, anything, anything should just get your affections. Your affections is what leads you. That's why he says that my pleasure has to be in him. My affections have to be in him first. Because my heart, according to Jeremiah, my heart is deceitful. You think you know what's best for you. You don't know better than God knows. And he says, pay attention. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being. For from your heart flows the issues or the wellsprings of life. Let me tell you what's going on around your personal life is a picture of what's going on in your heart. For out of your, your life just doesn't happen. It's no happenstance. What's happening around you are things that you're allowing to happen around you. You can have peace. Everything does not have to go well for you to have the God kind of peace. The joy that God gives is not based on a feeling. It's based on a knowing. I know God is good. I know God is faithful. I know God is going to turn it around. I know by his stripes I am the healed and not the sick. I know I'm more than a conqueror. I'm an overcomer. I know if there's a wall in front of me, a mountain in front of me, he has given me the word to speak to that mountain and it shall be moved. I know. So he says, count it all joy. Because of what I know. It's not by what I feel. It's because of what my faith is in. <laughs> he said, avoid dishonest speech and pretentious words. Be free from using perverse words no matter what. What are perverse words? They're not nasty words. They're words that go against the truth of God. That's perverse. Anything that's speaking against who God says you are, that's perverse. You are a child of God. You are beautiful. You are strong. You will make it. <laughs> Set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead. Ignore life's... Man, I'm going to read this again for you. I was reading too fast. This is a word and a half. Set your gaze on the path before you. Stay focused. Keep it simple. It says with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead. Ignore life's distractions. Watch where you, watch where you are going. Stick to the path of truth. Stick, what did I just tell you? The Bible says watch where you're going and stick to the path of what? Truth. Stick to the path of what? Truth. Stick to the path of what? Truth. And the road will be safe and smooth before you. You don't got to have a bunch of bumps in the road. He said if you focus and stay on the path of truth. When you stay on the path of truth. Bumpy can present itself. The waves can toss your boat, but peace is in the boat with you. <laughs> Just stay focused on the truth, not the waves. Kill the noise. Don't allow yourself to be sidetracked for even a moment or take the detour that leads to darkness. Don't allow yourself to be sidetracked. What did God tell you? Just do it. Just do it. Stop talking yourself out of what he said. Stop. Stop. It don't matter what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like, what it smells like. Just stay on the path. Just stay focused. God will make it happen. 
I know it don't feel good. Folks come to me, oh my God, I'm just tired of this. I'm just like, God, when it gonna happen? But it's so much that's happening that's good. People are being saved, man. Lives is being turned around, man. I'll close on Habakkuk. very important to look, look at. God provides vision for burden. He don't provide vision for what you like. He provides vision that will bring solutions to people's lives. We often read, write the vision down, but how did he get the vision? It says the burden or oracle, the thing to be lifted up, which Habakkuk the prophet, what? Saw. Oh Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not hear or cry out to you of violence and you will not save? Injustice, God move, we need injustice, we need justice now, Lord, heal our land, we need a vaccine now. God, how long will this darkness go on? As long as sin is in the world, we will have a pandemic. You think when they find a vaccine, pandemic going to be over? There's been a pandemic. What's going on in Nigeria? What's genocide? What's, what's, it's, it's all kind of, if you want to call it a pandemic, AIDS when it broke out, the crack epidemic, if you, the heroin, the suicide. You can go on and on. Heroin. Man, people are dying for way more than just COVID. This is something, man, people been dying from flus. This has been going on. All we got is phones now. Injustice been here and it will not go anywhere. The government is going to do what it's supposed to do. The government is, is not an institute that is going to save you. That's why he says my government will be put up on my shoulders. The government has to be proven as less than his government. So when people depend on the government, if you're looking for justice from the government before justice, before the blood of Jesus, you will always be upset. So while I'm waiting for a law to change, I'm going to pick up the word and find out that by his stripes I'm healed. I've been justified. I am the righteousness of God. It don't mean that I don't want justice. But I don't find my identity in a signed policy. I don't, I, don't, I don't wait around for healing for a vaccine. God is here. He will use a vaccine, but there's a vaccine called faith. The woman with the issue of blood tried a vaccine and it didn't work. looking for a church that's going to stop playing church and going to rise up and walk in faith and be the church understand the church is a government it's the ecclesia it's another government in the world and the word the government that the world if you look at what the world is crying out for the church is supposed to be And we're sitting here praying for the government to change instead of praying that the church grow up. <laughs> yeah. Because some of our Christianity looks like Trump and Biden and Trudeau. <laughs> what if our prayers was that the church changed, that you matured? That you picked up your crown and mantle and actually become the church. And you learn how to pray. And you learn how to govern. And you walk in joy. And you believe for your co-workers to be saved. And you walk with authority. And you wait on God. And you trust God. And you sow. And you advance the kingdom. And you walk by faith and not by sight. While the government is doing what they're doing, God can change a nation in a day. We're praying. We're handing our authority to a government that is going to fail. Right. 
the president. Their job is not to make the world or the country Christian. So even when you vote, you don't just put somebody with not God character in because they're signing a few policies that are Christian. (laughs) The government was not made to do your job. The gospel frees people. The gospel heals people. The blood makes people just. The blood makes people righteous. You walk around in the authority that was given to you. You be faithful over your authority. Don't let demons impeach you. How do you handle your office? (laughs) Should you be impeached? Are you handling your anointing with authority, with integrity? Are you handling your anointing with faithfulness? Are you handling your gifts? Are you building the church with your gifts and talents? So how could you look at someone else who is in a position of authority and when they're not doing their job the way you think they should, they should be removed? Should you be removed? the Lord is I'm not going to keep going I'm going to close this cuz can I have some water cuz <laughs> thank you I've come to Canada for one reason and one reason only and that's to help advance the kingdom nobody in this room knows when their last breath will be It could be tonight. It could be next week. It could be five years from now. How are you dealing with what God is giving you? Life can be so much simpler than what we make it. And then once you arrive where you're striving to arrive, what are you hoping to feel or get? Wouldn't it be beautiful to have peace on the way? to where you think you're heading. So my prayer for you tonight is that you don't let the enemy steal no more. That the church rise up and be soldiers. It don't mean you serve in the church 24-7. You be the church where you are. The grocery store. Be the light. Let your light shine. Whatever your occupation is, be the light. Stop compromising. People are lost and they're looking for people to be bold with them and tell them the truth and stop. You will give account to God if you give people filters. People are looking for somebody to take the filter off. Tell me the truth. God is good. Worship team, come on up here. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you that our hearts are open. Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time as we receive another powerful right now word brought to us by our man of God, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy the rest of your day. And in the meantime, get your love fixed, man.